0: Welcome back to another episode of Tiff Talks. Today we have a very special guest. She is a wife, a mother, attorney by day and baker by night, Cassandra Burnett. Hello.
1: I'm so excited to be here with you. Thank you for having me.
0: You're very welcome. And thank you for submitting your story on my website. I really appreciate that. When I read it and I I heard about the Hey Girl conference, (laughs) I was like, oh, yes, this is right up our alley. And I'm so happy that you were able to come here and in a timely manner too, because your conference is
1: coming up, right? It is, it's coming up in Philadelphia on May 13th. Um, And let me just take a moment here. Thank you for creating this platform. I don't Mm -hmm. know how it came to you, if it was a vision, a dream, a thought, but thank you for being brave, courageous, and bold enough to act on it and to create this place where we can come and chit-chat about things.
0: Mm, thank you so thank you. much. I appreciate the acknowledgement. <laughs> so, Cassandra, let's get into it. Tell us about who you are
1: first. I mean, your
0: mom, your wife, so many things yes. about you. Um where do, where do we begin?
1: Yeah, I mean, I have so many titles, know. you know, all the titles, Which all one's the your things. favorite? Um, Child of God. Oh, yes. Um, so that's number one. And I am a wife. We'll be married 16 years mm, next month. So my beautiful. high school sweetheart, really? Gerald, is his name. Oh, and he's right <laughs> over there. Yes. Shout out to Gerald. That's beautiful. Um, I'm a mother of two beautiful girls. Lila is eight. She'll be nine in June. That's very important to her. Um, And then Bella is 13. She'll be 14 next month. Um, So we are a full household. Um, I'm also by day nine to five. I'm an attorney. Mm. I've been an attorney for this is your 17 or 18. I'm losing count. Can't tell. Um, I work for the state of New Jersey out of the attorney general's office. I'm an assistant section chief. So I supervise about Mm. nine attorneys. Oh, wow. Um, I also am an adjunct professor at Camden County College in the Paralegal Studies Department. I am what else I am a baker you mentioned yes. that a baker by yes. night and yes. by like three thirty, four o'clock in the morning hold on uh. how do you do that
0: <laughs> how are you an attorney all day long
1: and then yeah. you decided to be an entrepreneur yeah just I'm um, managing my time number one and, and two I just going yeah going after the desires of my heart mm. um, so my cake company is Lizzie's Love Cakes my mother was Lizzie this is a love letter to her oh. and so all the women in my family my mom there were nine sisters total out of her sibling group. So I have a cake named after each one of the sisters and a cake named after my grandmother. And they're bunt pound cakes. They're full of love. They're Mm. cakes of emotion. It makes you feel something. my gosh. So I created that company at the urging of my husband. He is like my biggest cheerleader.
0: I love that.
1: Um, In November of 2020. So it was a pandemic business. Nice. So yeah. Beautiful. Did that. What else do I do? Oh, I am the founder of the Hey Girl Conference. Oh, yeah. All about women's empowerment, all about like living that authentic life, all about um, having safe spaces and being true to ourselves, our emotions, our experiences, Mm -hmm. our hurt, Mm -hmm. our joys. Um, So that was founded again in the pandemic, November 2021. I turned 40 in the pandemic and Mm. it was just like... Um, we don't have time to play around, Cassandra. Right, right. Like, this is the one act that you have. Let's do it. And it was an awakening. Mm. I was just like, you know, those desires of my heart that I talked about, yeah. I was like, I have them. Like, you legitimately have them. So why don't I just, like, unleash Move them? Let's it. go. Yeah, and I so that. I went. And so the Hair hey Girl Conference came. We were 100% virtual in 2021. Last year we were hybrid. And this year we're going to be 100% in person. Let's go. And I'll be there. I, Um, What was that noise? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, And then lastly, I mean, I'm the youth uh, leader at my church. Uh, Faith is just so important (sighs) to me. It keeps me grounded. It keeps me, it it makes me secure. It keeps me tethered in this Mm. very complex world. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So that's a big part of my life as well. So, I mean, that's the cliff note version of Cassandra. I mean, there's a whole bunch of chapters and layers, but that's... Yeah. the Cliff no version yeah thank you for that
0: so let's let's get into it like when and why did you want to be an attorney
1: So I'll start off by telling you that I knew no attorneys growing up mm-hmm. I didn't have any role models as an attorney. Um, I was suggested to go to law school by my college professor. I'm a psych major, oh, wow. um, at the time. And it was Mrs. Riley. Mm, she said to Mrs. Riley, <laughs> right? she was just like, Cassandra, I think you would be a good attorney. I said, wait, what? Who me? Mm. Who are you talking to? Um, and that was the impetus, if you will, for me to even apply to law school. So it wasn't like a long held tradition, a line yeah, of attorneys yeah. in my family. Right. It wasn't a goal that I had always. It was something that someone else saw in me. I love that. And I listened. Mm,
0: that, that's a similar story <laughs> for me in college. I was doing, um, pub, uh, business administration, mm-hmm. which also is pretty like relevant today but I really wasn't like connecting with my classes and professors and then one of my sorority sisters said you should do TV and like broadcasting Mm -hmm. and I wasn't confident enough like to be behind the camera yet or in front of the camera so I settled for public relations but I felt like that was more my way yeah and I, I I would have never seen that unless someone said said that to me and, and showed me that I'm capable of that.
1: Yeah. But I love that. My belief system is I think that God sends people to you mm-hmm. and it could be someone who's long standing in your life, a relative or just or a stranger, stranger with a message just for you. And sometimes you're ready to receive it mm-hmm. and sometimes it's like five years later and you're exactly. like, I get it now. Mm-hmm. So I believe that Miss Riley, your sorority sister, mm-hmm. they were sent to us with a specific message and look for at sure, us. For sure. Yeah, right, right? Now. Doing what we're supposed to be, walking <laughs> on our path. Yes. That, that's beautiful. And so where did you go to the school to be an attorney? Thomas Cooley Law School in Lansing, Michigan. Cool. Um, I went away away. I grew up nice. in Pennsylvania. So I That's went out there for a yes, oh growth, right? Yes, to carve out my own little niche in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went there for three years, and I came back. And I've been an attorney since 2005. That's amazing. Yes.
0: And after that, oh, how long did you uh, attend law school? Three years. Really, mm-hmm. I always had this like idea that it was like five or eight mm-hmm. years, just it's th- years. It's three
1: long years. Hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 I can imagine. I can imagine. It's a lot of studying, a lot of reading. My eyesight was ruined after law school, but it just teaches you how to manage stress and manage time.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And so, what
1: um, like area do you focus on? Yeah, so I do child welfare law, right? Um, and I would say that I was meant to be a child welfare attorney because of my background. See, it, it all kind um. of comes full circle. So I grew up with foster brothers and sisters. Oh, nice. My parents were foster parents in Pennsylvania for years. Um, we probably had over 50 to 60 kids in really? our care oh, throughout God. the time. God bless your parents. Such yes. big hearts. Oh, my goodness. I love that. And I have three siblings biologically and then all the foster and brothers the and 50, sisters. 60 oh, others. my goodness. <laughs> That's Beautiful. We would get sibling groups. We would get children that had some behavioral issues just because oh, wow. of trauma and what wow. they were exposed to. And my two younger sisters happened to be adopted. They are my sisters. Oh, nice. You can't tell me nothing different. Um, and so that was in me. So when I first mm. came out of law school, I did insurance defense work, like hit and run, slip and falls, oh, And my. I was like, there's something more. I was mm-hmm. looking for that fulfillment. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And I stumbled upon the Attorney General's office in New Jersey and this child welfare section, and that's where I've been since 2008. Wow, yep. that's beautiful. Thank you. you.
0: What were like some of like your big struggles throughout your like journey as an attorney?
1: Well, as an attorney... I, I can imagine it's a lot. Yeah, I'm not taking it home with you. Yeah. You know, because you see the underbelly. Um, you see people at their worst. There are a lot of people that are just trying to make it and then they have a child that they're responsible for and it's a lot Some people don't have coping skills because they were never taught them. They yeah, were never emotional exposed to them. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just doing Awareness. the best with what they got. Isn't mm-hmm. that Mariah Carey? I'm mm-hmm. doing the best with what yeah, I got. Yeah. And sometimes children um, suffer because of that. And just being able to delineate that line between my work life and my personal life was a struggle early on. Um, but, you know, you start to master that because I need to have some of Cassandra left for my husband, for yeah. my kids, for my community community so i would say i would identify that as an early struggle for mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. how do you stay grounded like do you have like certain practices that you do i know faith is a big one for you yeah. and
0: and also running right yes You're into oh, running. yes
1: yes a little something something yes yeah, so i would say grounding activities for me are um I like to meditate. I learned how to do that in the pandemic. Oh, good. So that is helpful. Of course, my faith. Um, they keep me grounded. My church family, um, just God is like awesome. Like he just is. <laughs> um, my support system, I have a circle of friends. I call them sister angel friends. I love that. It's like a whole nother level. Oh, I get so it. So they, they are my people. They get me and each one of them offers something to me that I don't have within myself. And I so appreciate that. Them for mm. that um so that's kind of how I ground myself but I will tell you that just to be transparent I'm feeling the spirit of transparency Let's go, let it out you know um I feel like I'm living I'm beginning to live a more elevated life mm. and I think about how I got to this place it didn't come overnight it didn't right. come in a year or two years I was stuck for a while mm-hmm. and I I casually in my head call it my stuck story so, if you will, I would like yes, to share please, with you my stock story.
0: Give us the juiciness.
1: Yeah. So let's take it back to September of 2014.
0: Okay.
1: Excuse me. Let's take it back even further. September of 2012. So my father was turning seventy, the big seven zero, oh, wow. on September 27, 2012. So, of course, my mom and I were planning a surprise birthday party because that's what we did. My mom Mm -hmm. was, like, Mm -hmm. super creative. And Mm -hmm. thankfully, I got those genes to seep into me. Nice. So we were planning for the 70th birthday party. And my mom just happened to have a double knee replacement, arthroscopic. Mm. We're going to come in, fix these knees. And she was doing her rehab in the hospital. Everything was going good. So about four days before my dad's 70th birthday, uh, my mom started having complications and she passed away. (gasps) So it was unexpected. Suddenly, Yeah, it was unexpected. And that's what I call the untethering. So Mm -hmm. I appreciate Mm -hmm. you saying sorry. The untethering of Cassandra in this Mm -hmm. world. Mm -hmm. Um, She was that safety blanket. She was that anchor that kept me grounded. So that happens. And I felt like I started to get stuck emotionally. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't afford to do that because there's a business side of someone passing away so I had to get into the estate the taxes mm. the property but also my youngest sister was 15 at the time mm. my dad was about to turn 70 and oh was he a well-kept man by my mother oh man I bet and it was a month shy of their 45th wedding anniversary oh so gosh. they had been together Oof. for a very long time so, all of a sudden, I became a sister-mother to my 15-year-old sister because she came to live with my husband oh, and really? I. Oh, that's nice. Shortly thereafter, my dad came to live with my husband and I. I was still a wife, a mother to my eldest at the time. Um, I was still working. Um, still thinking on I'm on killing it. right? Still putting on the mask <sighs> yeah. every day. Yeah, yeah. all right. the hats. And so... It was challenging because I didn't know that I had reached my capacity. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know what capacity was because I can do all things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Powerhouse. You you know, who do you think you'd mess with? I'm Cassandra. I do it all. I was wounded. I was hurt. I was broken. I was sad. And I didn't even realize it. You didn't even know how to express it because you ain't got the time. (laughs) So it's September of 2012. And a few months later, my husband and I got pregnant. I was like, oh, this is great. This is the pick-me-up that yeah. our family needs. More love. Not just yeah. for me, for the family. And so about like a little over three months, we go in for a regular routine visit, and there's no heartbeat. So oh. then I had to have a DNC. They had to remove my baby from oh my me gosh. because I was over I'm three so months. And thank you. And I remember waking up from anesthesia. It was just my husband and I. And I remember repeating, I want my mom. I want my mom. And he's just looking at me. And my husband has big, bright, full eyes. And those eyes were just locked in on me. And I just kept saying, I want my mom. I want my mom. And so we grieved in silence because only him and I knew. Mm, So, all right. That's tough, too. Right? I'm still still going on. I'm still um, continuing the process of getting stuck, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because I'm not dealing with the emotions that I have. And... It's so interesting because in September of 2014, almost three days to the two-year anniversary of my mother passing away, my dad is living with me, and about four days until his birthday, his 72nd birthday, Mm -hmm. um, he's in the basement of my house. That's where his room was. And he has a massive stroke and dies, like, that day.
0: Oh, my gosh. And
1: I remember as he was starting to have (sighs) the stroke... I saw the signs and the symptoms. He wasn't responding to me. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I think daddy is having a stroke. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, call 911. And I can remember the sound of the gargle of him trying to remember his brain, trying to tell him how to breathe, and his brain not communicating that anymore. And the paramedics came. And I remember the ambulance outside of the house. And I'm standing on the front step, and it's in the wee hours of the morning because we were both early risers, right? And so I'm standing there, and I see the ambulance start to do, like, a slow sway left to right. Then it becomes more violent, intentional, and aggressive as they're administering CPR to try to get his heartbeat. And they did. Um, But he died later that day. And when I tell you the sense of, like, I needed my mom. I needed my dad. Like, I needed her. I needed him. I, I needed my baby. Like, I needed all of them. And here I am. So you know what I did? I got busier being stuck. Oh, no. I got busier no. putting the mask on. I was <sighs> killing it at work. I took on the professor job.
0: Oh, my gosh. So now I'm
1: Professor Burnett. They called me Prof B. I was the cool professor, <laughs> right? I feel like I stepped into, like, my EGOT area. What is it? Uh, mm-hmm. Emmy, Grammy. Grammy. I don't Oscar. S- I don't sing, so it was like a spoken word album. Okay. <laughs> um, Oscar and Tony. I was, like, doing my Viola Davis. I was oh performative. Gosh. But on the inside, if you could do a split screen, this was me. Yeah. And I feel like apathy set in. Mm. You know, Rageous. that indifference, mm-hmm. you know, suppressing your emotions. And I kinda think about this is how my mind works. I don't know if you ever saw the never ending story. Mm-hmm. But with Ooh, Atrayu, a trade you, the Luck Dragon, the antagonist was the nothing. Because mm. the nothing was coming to consume Fantasia. Um, and it's so funny because Fantasia for me represented imagination, creativity, mm-hmm, light, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, desires, yeah, wishes. Lighting. And then nothing was, remember it was like dark and it was a cloud. I remember it was like a big jet black wolf with teeth that was like trying to uh-huh, get tray. you. Wow. Bring and it back. I, yes. And I remember like the sadness swamp. Remember his um, horse got stuck and it was like black tar and mm-hmm. he was going down in mm-hmm, his sadness. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the horse's name, ATAR, something like that, but that's how I felt. I was being consumed by my emotions. I was suffocating by my emotions that I wasn't allowing myself to feel. feel. I wasn't trusting myself. That was clear, and I wasn't trusting God. It was like, what if I go there And I don't come back. Mm -hmm. What if I go there and let myself feel and I don't recover? Mm -hmm. I wasn't trusting. So the nothing was getting me. Mm. And in November, November 20 of 2014, at 34 years old, I had a mini stroke. What? The physical manifestation of me being stuck emotionally. I could not talk. I was locked within myself. I could observe the world and I could not speak.
0: And here you are, young, healthy, fully functional, and that
1: can happen. Stop me in my tracks. I stopped talking for about an hour. So, really, let me pose this question to you What life events, what situation are you stuck in right now? And Mm. to your audience, what Mm. are you stuck in right now? What are you avoiding? What are you not feeling?
0: And it could be something from way long ago. So give us, give the audience some
1: advice. How did you get unstuck? Yeah. So I would say, what first I had to get real with myself. Mm-hmm. It's almost like my first lady says, you got to sometimes ask God to reveal you to you. Mm. Reveal me to me. Mm-hmm. And what is revealed to you, you may not like. Mm-hmm. But you just got to get real. I wasn't being real. I wasn't being authentic. I was being fake. I was being phony. I was, oh, But on the inside, I'm I'm like, you know, Mm -hmm. melancholy. Yeah, But nobody would know because Cassandra, you know, she always has it together. Mm -hmm. She's always put together. Mm -hmm. Her kids are wonderful. House and all. No. Mm -mm. So you have to get real. You got to call a thing a thing. If you are hurt or wounded, I am hurt. I'm wounded. I'm broken. And that's okay. And I'm sad. I miss my mom and dad. It is what it is. So get real with yourself. I would say number 2, get your support system. It could be a person, it could be a crew of people, it could be therapy. Get your Oh, that's going to be number 3 cuz I okay. believe in Jesus and therapy. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just got a therapist and I'm so proud. <laughs> yes. I always thought like, you know, I'm
0: pretty well put together. I I'm I'm aware, but it's nice to have someone outside of my network to hear me. We all have listen.
1: We all have things that we need to work on, mm-hmm. you know? We all have um, more out there for us mm-hmm. and we can get there and you know what it's
0: important about therapy and having a support system that we don't
1: realize is we
0: literally give ourselves space to take on more
1: mm-hmm. like give your
0: mental give your heart space because you're removing the baggage otherwise like sometimes you can't take on more and people look at you and they look at me and they say how can you do so many things mm-hmm. it's because we give ourselves space mm-hmm.
1: and a lot I of people can't
0: even you know do so much so like how do you do that you, yeah. ha- you have to let it out write yeah. journal sing dance move your body take Go care of there. yourself take care of yourself do what makes <laughs> you feel alive yeah because otherwise
1: you're not feeling alive you can just die not live yes and I want to live a full life exactly I want to be able to have an impact in this world mm. leave my imprint Um, I want my children to know why I existed Mm -hmm. when I'm not here anymore Mm -hmm. and be very clear on that. Um, So in order to do that, we have to kind of get free of the things that are holding us back Mm -hmm. and weighing us down. There's a lot of us that are walking out here and every step we take feels like 300 pounds mm-hmm. we're still walking you mm-hmm. still see us mm-hmm. but it's a labored walk yeah and only we know it only we feel it mm-hmm. so yeah so I would say get real reveal me to me mm-hmm. get your support system mm-hmm. um get some therapy mm-hmm. and for me like faith is everything for me yeah. and if for oh my goodness for a while after my mother passed away I could not go into a church really because every time I went into a church, I was sitting on the front pew of my mom's funeral service. And it was oh, messing wow. me up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't even have to be the Oof. church that my mom's service was at. It could be any church. And I would just Thank be that. a pile of tears. Yeah. It hurt. Like, it physically hurt. Like, if I could describe, like, heartbreak pain, like, I know what it feels yeah. like now. Like, yeah. it hurt. My heart was broken. Literal pressure on your chest. Like, My heart was emptiness. broken. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I just, I did not go to church for about mm, two to three years. Wow. After my mother passed away, cause I just couldn't. Mm. And then when my dad passed away, I was like, forget about it. Like, I just can't really? because I'm just so focused on what I lost that I didn't realize what I gained. Mm-hmm. Cause I say like, I needed my parents. I need my parents. The reality I'm starting to understand is that they never left me, mm. that they're always so present. Mm-hmm. The lessons that they taught me. <sighs> the wisdom that they imparted on me, the love that is just, it's on me. Mm. Like, I feel like you can feel get me emotional. A herb. Yeah, like, and I feel like my me. mom's
0: presence is here, and I can relate so much. Like, whenever I do something that, you know, reminds me of her or something that I know she'd be proud of, I feel her being proud of me. I, I feel her smiling at me. I feel her telling everybody about me, and, and I know that she's still there and I, I feel that connection i feel her inside of me like when i do something that reminds me of my mom i'm like like i can almost talk to her like i know you would have did the same thing you, you would have said the same you like that mom like yeah. it's so real yeah they never they never leave us and their legacy lives on mm-hmm. through us mm-hmm. and through your kids yes and the impact you leave on this world hey girl conference yes. all your businesses and i love your business i love that you did that for your family i think that's so beautiful
1: it helped heal me That cake company helped me address the grief Mm -hmm. and started the healing process for me. So healthy. Because it's it's like, you know, you have to kind of reassociate your brain, like the neurons in your brain. Who am I without them? Yeah. Yes. Like, wait, we are all together. Because I know that we don't stay the same. but like We're not this stagnant type of being in this world. Right. We're learning. We're growing. we We have successes. We have failures. And it's okay that I've changed, like Mm -hmm. I'm changed. And I am still changing for the like, better. Like it's not over yet. Yeah. I feel like I'm just like really getting to the surface of things. Ooh. We haven't even gotten deep. Oh, there's much I more to come from Cassandra. Absolutely. You know, you got to worry about me when I start talking to the third person. I love it. Oh, there's much more to come Listen. With Cassandra.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. We were just talking before the cameras about how great it is to be in your 40s. Mm. I'm, I'm 30 now. And I was telling you that I really can't wait for my 40s. Mm. Like I can only imagine the progression of who I will be by then. And you're, if you don't mind me sharing, 42 and beautiful and bold and strong and powerful and and (laughs) entrepreneurial and doing all these things.
1: i I love to see it. And I received that because for a while there in my adult life, I couldn't take a compliment. I would bet it down. I'm like, oh, no, it's just, you know, this is what I do. (laughs) Or, you know, it's no big deal. When it was like a heavy, big lift and, you know, it took a lot out of me. I wouldn't take compliments, but I receive them now. And I try to figure out, like, what was that? Like, was it humility or was it that I was afraid to own who Mm. Cassandra was? Mm. I was even afraid of my own power. Like, because we are very powerful Yeah, because God, like, distributes gifts. And we have gifts, plural, that are within us Mm -hmm. that are just waiting to be unlocked. So real. You know? It takes courage. It does.
0: To just walk in who you are Mm -hmm. with conviction and confidence
1: and a smile. Yes. And I see it in you. There's (sighs) so much more. Yes. Like there are, we talk about chapters in our life. Mm -hmm. There are volumes. Forget mm. chapters Ooh, of TIFF that's good. that are yet to come. That's good. Unlock it, girl. Unleash it. Thank you. we Will do. <laughs> in route. <laughs> in route.
0: So let's get into this Hey Girl Conference. It's mm-hmm. coming up mm-hmm. in May, May 13th, right? Yes. In May, May 13th. Philly. Ooh. yes. Mm-hmm. What can we expect from Hey Girl Conference?
1: Yeah, so Hey Girl Conference is a place where you can be authentically you. Mm. And so it was born out of that need that I felt for spaces for women like me who look like me, who live like me, who've experienced like me to be because Tiff, we went over all the titles always in the doing. beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Can we just be, it's like, you just want to like unbutton the top button of your right, pants. Right. just like slouch just down, down. you know? Right. Um, Love that. And also that desire to have spaces where, You feel supported Mm. because there are so many times in my life where I look back and if I was in an office environment in a meeting and if I could have just looked up to the right to the left and I locked eyes with another woman and she just gave me the hey girl. Do you know okay. how I would have showed up differently, mm. more of myself? I would have given more mm. because I felt like, all right, I'm not here by myself. Yeah, That is at the core of what the Hey Girl Conference is. I it's love a safe space. that. Yeah.
0: I love that. It's
1: like, hey, girl,
0: people don't realize how important community is, especially people like us that are drivers, that are powerhouses. And we're like, we don't need anyone. But like, <laughs> we're so much better together, mm-hmm. stronger together. It's real. It's It's not like a slogan.
1: It's not a bumper sticker. It is (laughs) real. real. Because I pull out of you, you pull out of me. And then what if we like join forces? Yeah. yeah. You know? And I
0: I always talk about like healthy competition in a way. Mm -hmm. Like, I pride myself, I I would like to believe that I'm the type of woman that people want to give their best around me. Like they want to tell me their best ideas or they want to show up a little bit more. I want I want that energy around me because mm. we all want to better ourselves. You know, you don't want to be the person that people just slack off around or, you know, you want to be the role model. And then you rise up other leaders and then that's the energy and legacy that you leave the world.
1: Yeah. I'm no longer afraid to let go of who I was to become who, who I'm meant to be. Mm. Let's go. I'm no longer afraid. Same. Because I used to hold on to old Cassandra because mm-hmm. she served me well. Like yeah. she got me to this place. She was always reliable. Mm-hmm. But I am different. I mm-hmm. feel it. I see it. People around me see it. So I'm letting her go. And that's one of the conversations mm-hmm. we're having at the Hey Girl Conference. Acceptance. Acceptance. And also how to hold space for who you were and grieve her. Mm. We have to grieve her. Love Let on her go. Thank you. You served me well. And now I am transforming into someone Now you must die. (laughs) Here here lies old Tiff. Ready for the new Tiff. So real. So real. And I didn't even know that I needed to do that until... I knew that I needed to do that. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that's one of the su- the subjects that we're going to talk about. So the Hey Girl Conference is going to go from 9 to 4 p.m. Oh, nice. Um, we so are going to- workshops. Yes. We love call it. them conversation suites because we want to engage it. with one another. One of our main conversation suites in the afternoon is high function and depression in women. Ooh, say that again. High function and depression in women mm-hmm. because we can come out and look like you and I, right? Got makeup all together. On. Everything's great. Mm-hmm. But I literally would have a crying session in my shower because that was my safe mm-hmm, space. Mm-hmm. Or Same. I was walking the around with like a, just a heavy headache that was debilitating. My vision was blurred, but I was still showing up in court, knocking out my trials. True. Doing witness prep, Lessons. you know? Kudos to you. <laughs> kudos to you for being high-functioning
0: during that time. Oh, and still, I'm sure you showed up wonderfully for your husband and kids. Yeah. And that's a blessing in itself. Even though you struggle, because you know mm. what? Life is painful. Mm-hmm. We are going to suffer. There's no there's no life without suffering. So the fact that you had the
1: strength to do that, like, kudos to you. I Seriously. thank you for that. I receive that. I do. Um, and also, I now realize hindsight that I truly wasn't knocking it out the park like I thought I was. <laughs> yeah. Because the whole Cassandra, the healed or healing Cassandra, could have brought much more, mm. you know? Um, and when I think about it, you know, I withdrew. I was in my room a lot. Mm. Mm-hmm. You had your um, process. You know? So, and I just, I, I'm thankful for the grace that I now give to myself because I used to hold myself grace. to such a high standard what a word and I give myself grace now mm. and it's beautiful that word
0: feels good doesn't it mm-hmm. grace that that's a big one for me too and I think expectations are a killer for a lot of us mm. you know we have these high expectations for ourselves and when we don't meet our own expectations it's like oh it hurts so bad But I know right now, for me, I'm in a space where I I really accept myself. Mm. I accept myself for what I look like. I remember me, two years ago, would have picked at every little flaw I see to be this close up in camera, but now I feel like I'm perfect in who I am. Mm. Like, I accept being imperfect. I accept having flaws. I accept messing up. I'm okay with it, and that's what makes me brave. You know, it's taken so much out of me to show up to speak. I remember in college, I literally couldn't speak in a class of 20 people I would sweat I would stutter it was so hard for me and now I'm I've joined Toastmasters a nonprofit oh. public speaking organization mm-hmm. that I love and I'm doing this and I'm just so proud of who I've become because I had the courage to to be vulnerable and and to go through the, those pains of of growth yes and that's what it's all about
1: man yeah yeah um living an authentic life yeah. and it is freedom on the other side freedom. of freedom
0: yeah you don't gotta be so hard on yourself you gotta give yourself grace like this mm-hmm. is who we are this is what we're working with and we can only get better from here if we choose
1: yes yes if yes we choose. i love it and i applaud your choice thank you yes and we,
0: and we talk about choices earlier we were talking about how um like women supporting women and i love that you're conference is intentional because mm-hmm. I, I see a lot of like networking events out there and like they'll ask you to be a speaker or they'll invite <laughs> you but it's
1: really not yeah you know soul fulfilling oh I love that that's my new phrase so fulfilling. Oh, oh perfect I love it perfect yes absolutely um so you know when you distill it down it's about women's empower- empowerment but it's so much more it's about like I said, that safe space where I can let down my guard, mm-hmm. reveal myself to other women, and see other women revealing themselves to me. Yeah. And making those real connections with each other. Mm-hmm. So we try to tap into the mind, body, and soul. Mm. So for the body part, we have a live yoga flow. Yay. And we're going to go through talking about. Who's how- teaching? Um, So we have two teachers, um, yogis. We have Tara M. Cuff, and we also have Shakur Parker. They've been with us um, last year, and they're coming back again this year to do the live yoga flow. Um, And for the mind, we're going to talk about high-functioning depression in women. We're going to talk about how to grieve our former selves. Mm. And we're going to also talk about the value, necessity, importance of dreaming at any age, Mm. at any station in life. With any and all the accomplishments that you have, you could be a PhD doctor. And you still have dreams. Yeah. Go after it. Yeah. You could have a dream that you have zero experience in. Go after. Yeah. It. So we're gonna talk about that as well. I love that. We're gonna have um, conscious so cocktails by our Ooh. mutual friend. <gasps> Drew? Yes, Of Jim Life Bar. She's sponsoring our conscious beautiful. cocktails. Um, Shout out to Drew. Yes, we love we Drew. We love Drew. Oh, she's beautiful. <laughs> Inside and out, Inside just and all out. the way around. Yes. Um, so we're doing that. We have a morning host, is NBC's meteorologist, Brittany Schiff. And our afternoon cool. host is the one and only uh, Cheldon Sheldon Barlett rumor of This Is love It TV. Her. Yes. She's no, all about too. remarkable so great. women, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so great she's energy. going to be there. Oh, my goodness. The we best. have all women-owned vendors. Let's go. We are going to you have lunch for you. Um, what there's? I mean, We're going to have a live podcast, the Brittany Smith podcast. She's Sweet. going to be there. Um, so it's a day full Exciting. of a whole body experience, and it's all about elevation. Mm. Our theme this year is going up, and mm. it's been a progression. Mm-hmm. Our first year, the theme was ICU. We had to reveal ourselves. I love that. We had to be seen and see each other last year the theme was choose life so we had to reveal ourselves and now we have to choose the life that we want to live i love it and now that we've chosen the life that we want to live let's elevate it let's, do let's it. lift it up so it's going up this year and elevation is about we going up and stuck Uh oh yes oh <laughs> wait a minute hashtag up and stuck there you go yep I'm using it so it's about um improving lifting up it's not about I'm better than you at all. Right. It's about pouring into each other emotionally, spiritually, mm-hmm. morally, all the lees. All you know?
0: And then making friends. Mm-hmm. And and you could say, hey, girl, I like your business. Um, I think we should collaborate. Absolutely. I can't wait for that. Yes. So yes. we're very excited. Yes. Beautiful. And so what do you see for that, for the future of Hey Girl Conference? Do you see it going nationally, internationally? Let's start claiming
1: something right now. Yeah, so... Right now I'm in this space of I love the intimacy of it because okay. people are I just like that. real and they share like mm-hmm. things that they're like, oh, my gosh, I don't know you. I don't know why I'm sharing this with you, but I'm sharing it with you. So I want to keep that. And locally is nice, too, because we mm-hmm. can really
0: support each other, like pop up at our shop, buy yes. your cakes. Yes. You yes. Know?
1: So this is really for the women in the tri-state area. So New mm. Jersey, Delaware, Pennsylvania. So what I see for the future of the Hey Girl Conference is about expansion of the impact. Mm. I want to see see more women live their authentically free life i want women to get free because a free yes. woman change the world change their world girl and, and it just keeps going and it like um you just did a circle it like creates a ripple effect exactly not only to your circle but to your circle circle not only for your generation the but kids. for your generation's generation mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um so that's what i kind of see i um Maybe it will be international, but I really want to focus on the tri-state area right now. So that's what I see, just that ripple effect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, girl, you hear about that Hey Girl Conference? Yeah, I did. Yes. And
0: so where can people find you? Or like if they want to attend Hey Girl Conference, where would they go for tickets?
1: So you go to heygirlconference.com all the information is there. The speakers, the I agenda. I love that name. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Um, and we are on Facebook and Instagrams. I'll put an S on the end of it. The Instagrams. <laughs> uh, hey, girl conference. Everything is Hey, girl conference. The tickets are on the website. Um, the cost is $129 for the full day, brunch included. We have the swaggiest of the swag bags oh, out there. Um, and I do have a special discount code for your viewers and oh. listeners. Why, thank you. So in all caps hey girl hey 2023 so 2023 hey girl hey 2023 that'll give you ten dollars off
0: wow beautiful thank you so much for that i truly appreciate that (laughs) And how about your cake business? Where can people yes. buy your cakes? And I'm, I'm sure you do like
1: events or yes. like all
0: types of cakes.
1: So we are a bunt Pound Cake Company. I'm an online bakery. I ship nationwide. Nice. I do pop-ups in New Jersey and Philadelphia. Our website is lizzie'slovecakes.com on the Facebook and the Instagrams. Mm -hmm. It is Lizzie's Love Cake. So you can reach out to me there. Um, I have pop-ups scheduled for April, May, all the way to June. So you can catch me at a pop-up or you can order online and I'll ship it to you. Which is your favorite cake? The original, the OG, my mom's seven up pound cake uh, with the seven up soda in it. It is a Southern delicacy. Oh, so that is the original Lizzie love cake. My mom's recipe. Yeah, that's my favorite. It just reminds me of home. I love that.
0: That's so beautiful. And Cassandra, is there anything else you would love to share with the audience or leave with them?
1: You said I so many say, great things. Yeah. So recently uh, a woman said to me that, um, you know, capacity and capability are two different things. Mm. And that stuck with me. And so we have capacity. Excuse me. We have cap- capability to do many things. Mm-hmm. Tiff. We are multi-layered, multi-faceted, multi-talented. I have the capability to do a lot of things, as do you, as do your audience. But should we or do we have the capacity Mm. to do those things? And I really want your audience to think about that. All the things that I have going on, all the fingers that are out there (laughs) into all the things, should I be doing that? Do I have the capacity to do that? Because you said something earlier, when you remove certain things, you could be more. more, So just think about that. Although I can do it, should I be doing it? That's so real. That goes back to being real with yourself
0: mm-hmm. and do I have space for it? Do I? And and what is the outcome that I want to give? What is the impact you want to impart? Yep. You know, a lot of times we have these great ideas, but for what? Yep. What's the bigger meaning? Because we only have one life. That's it. And we should really just go hard for those things that have the best results, oh and best return. Yes, go hard for yeah, those. Yeah, yes. Yeah, And I love that you found yours and you're doing it so well. And it's, it's been a pleasure to connect with you. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the Hey Girl Conference and, and for our friendship moving forward. Yes. So thank you again for being a guest today. I know this won't be the last time we see each <laughs> other. And um, again, I commend you for the woman you are. I'm so glad that our audience can see a representation of an attorney, a mother, a wife, a business owner that looks like you, that is you. And I hope that you have a great turnout at the Hey Girl <laughs> Conference. Use my code heygirlhay 2023 for $10 off. Cassandra, it was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having
1: me. Oh, mm-hmm. mm. so good. Thank you. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs>